Welcome to Running the Break. I'm Kia Koshman, also known as NBA Truth Teller. I'm YD. And in our first episode today, we're going to talk about draft day, the trades that happened, and then the actual draft itself. So, yeah. starting with the Russ trade, of course, which is the biggest trade that went through yesterday. And now they formed what a lot of people are calling in the Lakers a super team. You know, I don't think it's as bad a trade as, like, everyone says it is because, you know, the Lakers did need kind of a playmaker to keep the offense afloat when LeBron wasn't on the court and, you know, in these non-LeBron minutes, someone to pressure the rim, create for others. And, you know, I'd like to see them stagger the minutes some. And, you know, so Russ is playing a lot when LeBron isn't on and vice versa. And also, like, you know, the defense is going to be good. They're going to have, like, a top five defense in the league. And the transition offense will be great. And so, like, you know, I don't think it's it's going to be, like, that horrendous of a fit. But the thing is, with the contracts, right, Russ is getting paid, what, like, $40 million. He's not worth $40 million at all. He's, like, the big three of the Lakers is getting, like, what, $130 million combined. The cap space is a problem. And I don't think they can get that good of a supporting cast around them. And even though, as I said previously, I don't think the fit is that bad, it's still not good. The shooting will be awful. They're going to be, like, the worst shooting team in the league. And, like, I'd much rather have seen them go after a guy like Count Conley or Lowry who fills up more of their needs as, like, a shooting guy and, like, more of a secondary ball handler instead of a ball-dominant playmaker. And at this point in Russ's career, Conley and Lowry are just straight-up better players on better contracts who the Lakers probably should have gone after instead. But, you know... Still, I don't think it's like I don't think it makes the Lakers worse, which is what some people says it does. But you know, I just, I just, I don't like it, but I don't absolutely despise it. Yeah, and I think past just shooting, like a lot of teams can get away with not having great shooting, mm-hmm. but when you have three superstars who need shooting around them, like it, it's not like a player like Curry who kind of creates the spacing. LeBron, Russ, and AD both benefit, or all three of them benefit a lot with spacing, mm-hmm. more than most other players. So, like, when they're all spacing the floor for each other, but they're not really good shooters like that, and Bron and Russ are both two of the most ball-dominant players really ever, I don't really see the fit. But I yeah. think what they're aiming for here is to just kind of ease Russ and Bron into aging. Like, with both of them on the same team, neither one of them is going to have the same creation responsibilities that they've had for most of their career. Mm -hmm. So they won't be putting kind of the wear on their body. So as they get older, maybe they'll just age more gracefully. I don't really know. I think that's how they're looking at this. Yeah. I don't know know, if that's a smart way to think of it. You saw it last season when LeBron in the playoffs like I don't think LeBron can be taking that kind of load on his body and being asked to do as much as he was asked to do offensively in the playoffs last season and with AD's health being such questionable so questionable you know you need someone to take like a big of a responsibility off of LeBron and I think Russ does do that well but at the same time I would have rather seen them go after a guy like Conley or Lowry but you know it is what it is money would be a problem but that was really the big trade that happened yesterday. You know, I, I do want to say one more thing about this trade. Mm-hmm. What I really liked about it, though, is there was a report that said that now LeBron and AD 
are thinking about playing the four and the five more instead of the three Ooh. and the four. I would I like that. That's the best thing that could happen. Yeah, so that way you're not playing Drummond as starting five. You're not having a, a Russ, the T, a Russ THT, LeBron AD Drummond starting five. Yeah, so, and I've been saying since 2018, when AD is playing the five instead of the four, he's ten times better as a player. It just yeah. opens it up so much more for everyone. AD at the five, you know, if if you playing AD at the four, playing him with Drummond, it turns into like post up AD, turns into like less aggressive AD. And if you put AD at the five, it just opens up the floor. You know, you have AD rolling to the basket, playing in the role that best fits him. So, yeah, I'd like to see that. Yeah, and I do think the playmaking of Russ with AD's just off-ball ability Mm -hmm. will make some lineups with those two really good if they can get three good players around them that fit. That's that's the hard part, though. Yeah, that's the key. They just got to play their lineup smart and – really fill out the team, but I don't know if they're going to be able to do that. All right. So, you know, there were some other small trades that went through. I like favor on the Thunder. And, of course, they're just – it's like they were looking for teams that wanted to dump a contract so they could, like, snag a first-round pick. And, you know, yeah. they did that. Yeah, for the Thunder, that's a win. They just get their pick and that's it. But did the Jazz really clear up any meaningful cap space? I like, think are they, they going to I... sign anyone I... now? I saw something that they did, and, you know, the Jazz, you know, the, I think their biggest – the biggest thing they'll probably go after this offseason is maybe like a four, like a kind of small, big, kind of like Thaddeus yeah. Young or someone. Yeah, Thaddeus Young is, I think, the perfect fit if they can somehow mm-hmm. get him. Or if they get some, like, point-of-attack defender because that really costs them in the playoffs. So, I think, like, a Marcus Smart for Conley swap honestly works for both sides, like the Celtics and the Jazz. But – I can see. Know, I also I would like Larry Nance there because oh yeah the Cavs Larry Nance that is yeah the Cavs don't really seem high on Nance mm-hmm. I don't get why I think he's a perfect player I think any team would want him I think Nance on the Suns is what I want with like Nance they need a, be amazing yeah they need another big you know his dad played for the Suns of course it's a yeah. it's just cool I think Nance could fit just about anywhere so teams yeah of course I'd love him on the Mavs. Yeah, he would be great on the Mavs with Luka, honestly. Teams that are kind of on the border of competing, that are like just need to get over the hump, I think they should all be looking for Nance. Mm-hmm. His asking price doesn't look that high. Yeah. All right, then I guess now we'll go into the draft, the grades and stuff. Obviously, the first pick, Cade Cunningham. Not much to say here. A+. plus. You know, he was the clear yeah. number one prospect, clear number one pick, and he's going to be great. Yeah, no doubt. He's just the best player in the draft. They got the best player. That's it. There's nothing really to say. Pick two with Green. Like, we all saw this coming. We all saw the hype going into this the last few weeks, you know. I still had some lingering hope that they'd take Mobley because I'd love to see that. But, you know, Green is still great. I think he's kind of comparable to, like, Levine. That's a comparison I like. And then, like, he's probably the best scorer out the draft. Like, I still would have preferred Mobley in this spot but like you know green's a great player he's going to be a great offensive player and he's going to be great in houston because they made other great picks too yeah i was also on team mobley but i mean it it was inevitable that they were taking green it's just yeah. what they wanted to do he wanted to be there so i don't know the offense a minus i guess i have it as like a b plus the offense yeah. is going to be great 
the defense on this team is looking kind of sketch. Mm-hmm. But, you know, they have some crazy players to build around with some of the guys they drafted later that we'll get into. So, yeah, mm-hmm. a pretty good pick, but not my favorite. All right, then pick three, Mobley to the Cavs. A++. plus plus. Yeah, A plus you know, for me. Just I a think, great pick. Yeah, Mobley's getting the second great. best player mm-hmm. and not the third pick. That's it. Yeah, it's like he's going to be such a great defender. He's going to be such a great secondary offensive option. I'd love to see him with Garland going forward because that's probably the guard they hold on to. That's, with special, that's a special pairing right there. Yeah. I love Garland's passing, and, you know, I love Mobley's ability off ball and his secondary. His passing as a center is also, like, like as a big, it's pretty good. Yeah, and you couldn't have gotten a perfect player to cover for the defensive um, shortcomings. Yeah. Garland and Sexton. Yep. That's kind of like the main issue with what Cleveland is building here. And you got who will probably, I think Mobley's going to win at least a couple defensive players. Defensive player of the years, yeah. Yeah, like no doubt. He's going to be a top five defender in the league soon. So, yeah. yeah. So I don't think they could have gotten anything better here. Moving on to pick four. F minus, minus, like, <laughs> this one, you know, I don't understand really coming into the draft. I don't understand. You know, I'm not the hugest draft guy, but I didn't understand what made Barnes a better prospect than, like, Suggs, Moody, Giddy, Franz, or Springer. You know, those guys. Yeah, I agree. I had them all over him, too. But I don't want to be too harsh on this pick. I really like Scotty Barnes. Just, like, yeah. Seeing his interviews, the vibes he brings, I love it. Um, I also like, you know, I like the fit on the Raptors. Like, if any team were to get Scotty Barnes, the Raptors is a good team to get him because, you know, they're obviously de- their developmental stuff is, like, they'll develop Barnes into a good player. And he's a really team-dependent – he was a team-dependent pick coming into the draft where, like, he's not going to just succeed anywhere because he's, like – he, can, he can't be your main guy, but he can be, like, this Draymond role as, like, a defender and connective passer offensively. And he has really high defensive upside. But I still don't get why you take him over Suggs. Maybe it had something to do with the fact that, like, Suggs didn't really want to go to Toronto. I heard they weren't really impressed by his workouts. Yeah. I don't know. I think, like, I like the fit developmentally. Because mm-hmm. it's the exact type of player that Toronto has been able to yeah. get the most out of. Yeah. But because this is the type of player they've been able to get the most out of, they already have guys like this. Yeah. I don't really see Barnes's role on a team with OG, Siakam. Yeah. And, you um, know, I, uh, what are you gonna it's, say? A, it's going to be good for Barnes uh, developing, but I just think you could have like honestly traded down. You didn't have to take Barnes at four. That just feels like a reach. Yeah. But whatever. You know, moving on, pick five. Wait, one more thing about this. If they can play him at center, I think this pick gets a lot better. Yeah. Because then that really opens it up a lot more. And I also think maybe this might mean that they're looking to trade Siakam. I hope not. Yeah, I don't think they should, but I mean, yeah. I guess he's a little older than like OG. What is he? Siakam's like 26, 27? Yeah, I think he's like 27. Let me see. Yeah, I think he's somewhere around then. But you know, I hope they don't trade Siakam. I think they should hold on to him. I think, I think Siakam's one of the more underrated players in the league. 
Yeah, mm-hmm. people people definitely hate on him too much. But yeah. unless they're doing that, I don't really see why they would take this pick, especially when Suggs is kind of... Kind of what they needed. Yeah, I mean, he's definitely... He was perfect as a successor mm-hmm. to Lowry. That was an A pick by the Magic, though. Like, that was a oh, great A pick. plus for me. A plus, yeah. A plus. I think the two last places I would have wanted to see Barnes from a roster standpoint are Orlando and Toronto because they're two places that kind of have a lot Guys of – Who already kind of fills role with yeah. Isaac, OG, Siakam. Chumo, Kiki. Yeah. Between those two teams. So, I mean – they both really wanted him, so he was going to fall to one of them. I like watching the Magic more, so I'm kind of happy that they didn't end up getting him. Yeah. Well, I, I like watching the Raptors, but I guess we'll see. It'll be interesting going into next year. You know, Suggs, to the, Suggs fell right to the Magic, fell right into their laps. You had to you had to pick him. Yeah. And, you know, okay. A-plus, not much you can say about that. Then pick six. This one's been criticized by a lot of people, even though I like the pick. Giddy to the um giddy to the thunder i would have loved to see i know you're a moody fan too i would have loved to see moody in okc but you know this was a great pick i think yeah i have this as an a yeah this was in it i feel like yeah it's a a pick you know a lot of people are critical about giddy because you know he can't really his so his handle is questionable his shooting's questionable his on-ball defense is questionable he's not the most athletic but i just think when you have like an 18 year old prospect with that height like that those measurables like six foot eight, you know the frame. He can bulk up, like he can bulk up through his career. He he has an insane feel for the game. He has he's really smart. He's like the best passer out the draft. And you just have all these like natural feel and this like really good feel for the game and like really good passing and these elements of his game that can just develop because he's only eighteen and he has all these like raw like talent. So it's just like. Yeah, there's a lot of criticisms of his game, but he's going to be great. And he has a lot of room to develop. So, And this is a developing team, so I think it's good for him. And it's good for Shea. Yeah, this is an A to me. Uh, if I was the Thunder, I would probably have done this. Though it was really unexpected. I was sure they were going to take Book Knight. But I like this Happy more. Uh, I like Book Knight a lot. And I think he would be a decent fit here. But I did like this pick more. Mm-hmm. Because... Basically everything that you said, and having two jumbo creators going for three, if you consider Poku one too. Yeah. Oh, Poku isn't good. exactly Shay isn't exactly jumbo, but he's still bigger than the average guard. Shay's um Poku's gonna be fun. I feel like he's gonna be. I like his passing and everything. I'd like to see how he develops. Anyways, moving on, you have the Warriors taking the biggest project out the draft with Kaminga. His. His measurables, his athleticism, I mean, I guess just his, like, his frame and his build is something you'd really want in an NBA player. But he really doesn't have any of the, like, anything else you'd want, <laughs> you know? <laughs> um, I don't know. I'm not too harsh on this pick. I get why people think this is, like, the worst thing they could have done. They're really hating on it. I get it. He's With the raw. time frame. Yeah, the timeline, he's raw. They're trying to win now. I like, get all of that. Does Kaminga even go to the NBA? Like, does he, like, for the first year? Is he going to be, isn't he going to be in like, the G League or something? No, he played in the G League last year. Oh, yeah. I mean, they yeah. might they might put him in the G League a little bit. Yeah, that's um, what I was hearing, but, like, 
don't know. I just I hope he'll be good because I like just his measurables and his like build and everything. And he's the the talent is there, but it's just at seven. It just feels like like honestly they could have taken like I feel like Moody was the yeah I I would have taken Moody here at but, seven. I mean they got him anyways. So yeah, so, I like I don't understand. We'll get to that later. Oh sorry. I know we'll get to that later with Moody and how he fell, but like, yeah, I was expect when they made this pick, I was like, oh, why didn't you take Moody? But then they ended up with Moody anyways. I was like, well, you know what? Yeah, I mean, I just don't know how many rookies you're gonna get that can really contribute at an NBA level, at a contending level, immediately. Mm -hmm. So, and like, I think there were probably two left or three: Jaden Springer, but I don't think they would have taken him. It would have been seen as a reach. Franz Wagner. And or is it Wagner? I don't know. It's Franz. I don't know how to pronounce it. Franz Wagner is how I've heard it. Uh, and Moses Moody. Oh, yeah. I would have taken Moody. I expected them to get Franz, but they got Moody anyways. So it's like, from that standpoint, I don't think this is that bad, because there weren't that many guys that would help you immediately anyways, and apparently Draymond. Really yeah, wanted this. Really wanted Kaminga, and he really wanted Moody too. Yeah. So, so yeah. if I'm the Warriors front office and Draymond is telling me get this power forward, I mean, I like, I kind of am inclined to listen to him. Yeah. Speaking of Franz, next pick to the Magic, another great pick by the great fit for the Magic, great pick by the Magic. You know, I like him as a defender. He's smart. I think he's one of the better defenders in the draft. I like him, you know, as a roller. He's just – he's really good. hes he, he gives you a lot of everything, you know. And I just – I love the pick the Magics have – the Magic – I love the future that the Magic have with this core they've assembled. Yeah, I've been a big fan of their future for a while. And now that they got Suggs and Franz, I think – I wasn't in love with this pick because – they do have an abundance of defense and lengthy forwards and stuff. So I think Moody would have been better for them too, just yeah. to have like shooting and shot creation. Mm -hmm. But I still think this was a pretty good pick. Like I'm a big fan of Franz. He's a great defender. He's one of the smart or probably like a top three defender in this class. One of the smartest guys in this class, a good shooter. He can pass. And apparently he's around 6'11 now. So honestly, if he, like, I was thinking there's a lot of overlap with him, Jonathan Isaac, and Chuma Okiki, who I really like. And then, but of course, there's, size, like, Bamba, Wendell Carter. Yeah, exactly. But with those two looking kind of questionable, if his size can allow Jonathan Isaac and him to be the starting bigs and Chuma at the three... Honestly, I kind of like this deal a lot more as much as I like Bamba mm -hmm. and Wendell Carter. I think having a Chuma, Fran Franz, Isaac frontcourt would probably honestly be even mm -hmm. better. And then they could just go heavy scoring with their two guard because the defensive backbone is so incredible. All so right. So next I haven't up. about a B plus. Yeah, I think that B plus sounds about good. I think I gave him like a, I think I'd give it like an A minus. Yeah, moving on, great draft for the Magic. Moving on to a horrible pick, we have the Kings taking Davian Mitchell, which is just like 
This they didn't the want to take draft to me. What? This is the worst pick in the draft to me. Yeah, this is but one of the worst picks ever. Because I like Davion Mitchell. I like his competitiveness. I like his defense. You know his. Yeah, I like him as a person. I want him to succeed. I don't want to be so negative about the ninth pick. And this is the same team that didn't want to take Luca because he was like a point guard and interfered with Fox or whatever, right? And it's it's not even just being the ninth pick. Like some teams, if they took him ninth, I would be like, that's a reach. But you know, it's it's okay. But But this is a team with Tyrese Halliburton and De'Aaron Fox. Exactly. They have two, three bright spots on their roster. One of them is Rachan Holmes, who looks like he's out. So that leaves just De'Aaron Fox and Tyrese Halliburton, and they're both point guards already. I, I see this. The, the King, the Statmoose page, they put out this thing. They said the King starting lineup next season, and they, they thought this was amazing or whatever. Point guard Davian Mitchell, shooting guard De'Aaron Fox, small forward Tyrese Halliburton, power forward Buddy Heald, center Harrison Ford. <laughs> This is one of the worst. That's just horrible. Why would you think of posting that? Like, you're an account with 200,000 followers and you post this starting five? Are you serious? Uh, I think they're, it sounds to me like they're kind of making a joke of how small the, Dude, it's, the lineup it's is. It's insane. It's <laughs> third straight team where, to me, just take Moody. Like, he brings yeah. defense, he gives you offensive upside. He fits positionally as a wing. I, I just Damien, don't. F-minus. Yeah, I have this as an F. And I don't want to. I don't want to be so negative about Davian. I hope he succeeds. I like him a lot. But I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what prompted them to take this. Then moving on to you have Zaire going to the Grizzlies, which I also really like this pick. I, I think it helps. this. I, I obviously, again, I'd say I'd like to see them take Moody or whatever, you know. And I think the Grizzlies w- kind of wanted Giddy when they did this trade, but I kind of like Zaire more than Giddy for them. Zaire is just great, like defense, defensively. He's just like I don't see anything that he could do that make him a bad pick, like anything he could do that make him bad for the Grizzlies. You know, I just yeah. think it works on a lot of levels. Yeah, here's here's what I'm thinking. Even though I think Moody is a better prospect, item six on my board, I think Zaire was probably the right pick here because Memphis already has a really strong uh, foundation of a team. Like, they could bomb their next 10 picks, and they're still a solid team. So at this point, I think going for an upside swing to potentially be the third guy with Jaw and JJJ yeah, it's really the right decision. He's like a, he's a no drawback pick. Exactly, because even if he fails, at worst you just get a good defender, which is exactly the Grizzly style, anyways. And at best, you have another shot creator. Mm-hmm. Honestly, probably your go-to scorer with this team because they don't yeah. really have a go-to scorer. Uh, a wing to pair with your guard and Jaw and your big and Jaron Jackson. I think it's and then there's the Grizzly supporting cast is so good, it's exactly so like Melton, like I love Melton Brooks, yeah, Melman. I wanted to see Sangoon here, but I'm a big fan of him, and I thought this was a perfect fit. But I really like this pick. I think mm-hmm. A minus is good here. Yeah, I gave I gave it like a yeah B plus A minus. That's about what I'd give it. Then Book Knight. Who I don't think was a top ten prospect. I know you're probably. I think you're higher on Book Knight uh, than I am. I had him at nine. 
Yeah, so. but that's yeah. I think he's like nine to twelve ish. You know, this draft is pretty fluid in terms of the yeah. prospects and where you'd rank him. But I liked Charlotte getting Book Knight a lot. I love this pick. I, the more I, I thought I, about it, the more I loved it. Like, oh, I don't want to get ahead, but like Book Knight, Kai Jones, and yeah. JT Thor they are all fantastic. Let's. They were, oh, sorry, go. That's like amazing fit for Lamelo. This was going to be one of the most fun teams like ever. This is going to be. They were already the most fun team in the league. And then yeah. got three extremely fun players to pair with Lamelo. Yeah. I love it. He'll and then, of be- course, you know, Bridges is great too. Yeah, Bridges. I love PJ Washington. You know, he, he can probably be the, or Book Knight hopefully will be the go to scorer for this team. He's fantastic off ball. I think he's one of the best off ball movers we've seen in a long time. Yeah, with his cutting and like his finishing ability. If you and yeah. I've heard I've heard that his shot's been falling in yeah, practice. Yeah. I really see the Beal comparison a lot. Not maybe he won't be as good as Beal. But, but it, I I think Beal is like the second best off ball mover in the league. Apparently he wasn't that. a great shooter in college either, like Book Knight, but he turned out to be one of the best shooters in the league. It looks like from what teams are saying on their interviews or workouts with Book Knight, they feel the same way. That's if Book Knight can be a really – Book Knight can be a nice shooter, it's one of the best picks like, yeah. in the draft. I love this. It's such and a great fit. I want to get ahead, but Kai Jones is, again, a great pick. That's who great. I wanted Charlotte to get originally. Great. I don't think this draft could have gone any better. I think this pick, probably like an A- minus or an A. Yeah, like a, I'd give it like an A-, minus, just because yeah. – well, yeah, I'd give it like a A minus B plus, and then Primo. Uh, <laughs> I don't want to grade this. I, I just I, don't know. <laughs> I I really did not know who this guy was coming into the draft. I heard his name. I didn't really that's look it. into him. <laughs> that's it. I don't know anything about him. Yeah, I he looked like a kid on the thing they posted. Yeah, he looked like a small kid. I've heard. I think he's the youngest American prospect. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was going to say. And I've heard he's just all potential, like tremendous upside. Like, yeah, he's just a high upside. You know, maybe the Spurs saw something because the Spurs scouting department. Yeah, really I good. don't want to doubt the Spurs. That's exactly where I am. Because like Vassell, I love the Vassell pick last year. Oh, Vassell's fantastic. If there's any, any team that I trust with scouting and development, it's the Spurs. So on that level... I don't want to criticize this pick, but I mean, I like. I, I don't know anything Moody about again. It's weird. yeah, and I wanted Sangoon here again. I'm really high on him. I mm-hmm. thought this would have been a great fit for him, but I, I don't want to criticize the pick. I'm just thinking, why didn't you just trade back to pick like thirty? Because I don't think he would have gone before there if if San Antonio didn't take him. And then. You have the Duarte pick, horrible. Well, like if you consider the fact they could have had Moody or whatever. Yeah, exactly. I think the the pick itself isn't bad, but when you consider that Moody was right there, he's younger. I think he's a much better offensive player, probably worse defensively, but still good. But Moody still has really high defensive upside with his exactly. length and activity, and exactly. I don't know why they did this, and then apparently. Golden State wanted Duarte too. They're trying to trade Moody and other assets for Duarte, and Indiana's not budging. I don't understand what's going on there. Yes. I think Moody's a much better prospect. Mm-hmm. But if you ignore the fact that Moody was right there, Duarte himself is a good pick. 
for a team that wants to win now, he brings that defense they needed. I think he's like a C, C minus. Yeah, I think he's that considering Moody was there. Mm-hmm. But if Moody wasn't there, I would have him as like a, a B plus, maybe B, B plus. Yeah, it was a whatever pick. But with yeah. Moody being there, I'm just like, why? Yeah, I would yeah. In a draft like this. I would want to go with bigger upside guys. I like Jalen Johnson here, if yeah. not Moody. But, you know, I mean, I don't think it's ever a bad idea to take someone that you know is just going to be good in the league. So speaking think, about speaking know. about Moody, you know, one of the best, uh, I'd say one of the best guarantees from the draft. Like, yeah. guaranteed he's going to be pretty good. I love this guy. A, I know. I'm a huge Moody fan. Probably my favorite prospect from the draft. Yeah. A guy that I looked, started looking into a while back. Yeah, same. He's the first guy I looked into. Him yeah. And definitely my favorites. One of my favorites. My favorite, probably. A++ to the Warriors. Yeah. Just amazing yeah. pick. Amazing. Like, one of the best value picks of the draft. And I, I think he'll end up being like a – I had him as like a top five prospect. I thought yeah, – I had him sixth. Yeah. Like, this was such a steal. This I was a – could yeah. not believe. I was so hoping he would fall one more pick to my Wizards, but I just <laughs> wouldn't happen. And you know, good, good on Draymond for text. I said he sent the text, text at like yeah. the eighth or ninth pick, saying yeah, you have to look at Moody. Well, yeah. Good on Dre, I guess. And this makes the Kaminga pick a lot better. Yeah, because now you have. It's funny to me how the Warriors got the guy with like the biggest project from the draft, and also like the biggest guarantee from the draft. Yeah, I think it's great, and. The fact that Draymond was adamant on getting Moody makes me hopeful that they understand he's not just a shooter and they're mm-hmm. going to actually look into what what he can do. Because I think... His shot creation. I think yeah, he's kind of like Middleton offensively. Yeah, I think so too. Everyone's saying he's a 3 and D guy. He's just a safe bet. I think that's really underselling him. Mm-hmm. He is a scorer. He can score. He has defensive potential with that length and activity. He's a great shooter. He moves off ball. Like in March Madness, his shots weren't falling, but he was getting good shots. Like he was creating separation. They just weren't falling. I think he's definitely going to be able to show that off in Golden State. He just helps Golden State's blueprint a lot. Yeah, I think this was a perfect pick. Then – this Kispert pick, I'm going to just let you talk because I know you're not a fan of this pick. Okay, yeah. So, disclaimer, I'm a Wizards fan. Um, and a Sangoon fan. And I w- – so, so after the Pacers picked Duarte, I'm thinking, oh, my God. I have Sangoon third on my big board. I have Moody sixth. There's only one pick before Washington. We're getting one or the other. Probably Sangoon because the Warriors would take Moody. And I was ecstatic. I was like, oh, my God, we're getting my boy Shangoon. I think he's one of the best players in the draft. I'm so excited. We made the rust trade, which I loved. I was like, we're finally headed in the right direction. And then I saw the report, the Wizards want Corey Kispert, and I died inside. Kispert's good. He's probably the best shooter in the draft. He can be a solid defender. He's smart. Probably has more off the dribble and passing skills than people say. But man, in a draft this talented, why? Why is this what? Sangoon. I don't get it. You need an upside. So we haven't had anyone really exciting since Beal. I really liked, well, maybe Danny. I think Danny can be something great. 
Rui's good. I don't think he'll be like a star star. I mean, I would have liked James Springer a lot here too. Mm-hmm. I just don't see what need Kispert fits or yeah fits on this team. It's, it's not a terrible pick just because he's just a good player. He's a good shooter, you know. Yeah, a great. Really he's good. a fantastic shooter. Yeah, he's gonna. But be. I'm disappointed. I think we could have done a lot better. You know, with Sangoon, it's like he goes to the Rockets for the next pick. I'm not sure I, uh, how I feel about the fit, but just the player himself, you know, just like this interior big, kind of like a throwback, kind of like classic with the twist. I, I think that's how you described it. Yeah, that's how I described it. Like this throwback interior big who has potential as a perimeter shooter. And I'm interested to see how Sengen Wood works out. You know, I don't think there's too many like skills that really clash against each other. But at the same time, I would have liked to see him somewhere else for his development. Yeah, I would have loved to see him, as I said, either Memphis, Toronto, or San Antonio. I think those would have been the best places for his development. Yeah, I would have liked San Antonio to take him over Primo. That's what I was telling my friend who's a Spurs fan. I'm like, oh, yeah, you, can get you, can get, you can get Moody, you can get Sengun. And then Sengun, I don't really know how to pronounce his name, but I think that's a good pick. I Just Kispert was like a, what, like a B minus, a C, whatever. Yeah, yeah. And then like Sengun, just because of the fit, I'll give it like a B. But in terms of like the player, I think it's like, in the player, what value they got, it's like an A. I think, yeah, I'm not a big fan of the fit because the offense in Houston is, Unreal right now with mm-hmm. Green, KPJ, Wood, Sangoon. Like, but that Wood Sangoon defense. Exactly. So here's my thing the fit, I don't like. But to me, you get who I think is the third best prospect at 16. You I think he's the third him. best pro- prospect. Yeah, I had him like the highest I've heard anyone be on him. It, uh, I know some people had him like first, like some front offices. I think he's like huh. the best player in the draft. That's pretty. He's, he's the most vol. I've seen some people have him in like the forties. I'm way yeah, higher. Than he's way the most volatile guy in the draft. Him yeah. and Kaminga probably. So yeah. So to me, if you get who I think is the third best prospect at 16, and they got the fourth best prospect to me, Jalen Green. Uh, mm-hmm. it's an A pick to me, even though I don't yeah, like it. All right. Yeah, that's fair. Then Pelicans taking Trey Murphy. Yeah, this is just the right pick. Yeah, he's a you know he can he's pretty versatile as a defender. You know, he can yeah, guard like he can guard like one through I want to say like one through three, one through four, one through four probably. Yeah, he's a he's good. I think he has high defensive upside, which is great because that's what the Pelicans need. They need that type of guy alongside Zion and Bi, who are both pretty big negatives defensively. And I think Bi is like. BI's not big night. I think he's like maybe around neutral, but nothing. Their defense is a big issue. Yeah, a lot of things of BI, they just put him in the corner and it's like you can't really see him defensively. Yeah. But his length gives him like potential to be a good defender eventually. Yeah. And you know, simple p- oh, sorry, you can go. Yeah, Trey Murphy shot 50, 40, 90 in college. I don't know how that carries over, but you know, I think it'll be pretty good, like 93% from the free throw line. He's a nice cutter. Can't really create his own shot, but like who needs that? In the Pelicans, yeah. he's yeah. like McCall Bridges. I want to say similar to. Yeah, that sounds about right. Probably a better shooter, little mm-hmm. worse defender, worse creation. But you know, just uh, it was just the right pick. 
Getting yeah, a worse McCall Bridges at 17 is pretty good. Exactly. And he just fits their needs. You know, I think Zion is such a special player that he kind of transcends spacing. Like, even with bad spacing. Yeah. With bad spacing, he gets to the rim so good. Exactly. So, with good spacing, you know, that's just unreal. The defense, I mean, it's just the right pick. You know, it's a simple 3 and D guy. But OKC like getting Trey Mann, I don't love it. I don't love it either. I like Trey Mann a lot. I think he can be a star, though I wouldn't bet on it. But don't like him here. I wanted to see I wanted to see Jaden Springer. I wanted to see Jalen Johnson. Jalen Johnson, huh? I think Jaden Springer was one of my favorites from the draft. You know Yeah, me too. I had him tenth on my board. Yeah, I loved his oh yeah. I loved his defense, you know. I just loved I loved him his potential, his quick handle, you know, passing potential. It's just taking man, like I'm not gonna say man's not a good prospect because I like him. I like man, but yeah. I just don't like him here. Yeah, I think we're in the same boat on this. Mm-hmm. I think in terms of like talent, 18th, 19th, that's probably where I had him on my board. Yeah, but like, same. Same. just in terms of fit, there's just and the fact that there were other players they could have taken here that were better. Exactly. That in that sense, I don't like it. Yeah, you just have three ball handlers. Um, like, I mean, I guess he's more of an outside shooter, and the other two really like getting to the rim, Gideon Shea. So on that level, it makes sense, and the other two are big for being guards. So you can play them in three guard lineups, but I'm not feeling it because I yeah. feel like defense is a little lacking. I think it's Shea. like a B minus or like a C plus. Yeah, because the defense is already not there with Shea and Giddy. Like, mm-hmm. not completely. It's not terrible. but Which is funny because be Shea came in as, like, a defensive specialist, and then he's just turned into this bad defender, like, last yeah. season. Yeah, it's weird. And so Trey just makes that backcourt defense worse, and I don't think he's really needed for the offense. I really would have liked to see him somewhere where he could thrive more. Like, I think New York was obvious. Pick. And with the 19th pick, there's the guy who I thought was going to go with 12 to the Spurs. Oh, this is perfect. Kai Jones, and I love this because athleticism, you know, just alongside LaMelo, the defensive potential, the, like, just the everything. (laughs) Like, I mean, if he busts, then he's just going to be an athletic big getting easy shots from LaMelo. And if he lives up to his potential, he's one of the best players in the draft. Incredible defender, can put the ball on the floor. Or this is best case scenario. This is like a defender can put the ball on the floor, can shoot insane lob threat from LaMelo. He's Uh, a great rim runner. Yeah. It's going to be like Lob City, Miles Bridges, Kai Jones, LaMelo. It's, and then Book Knight is another great off ball player. They've just perfectly assembled this team around LaMelo for like, it's perfect. They have creators everywhere, they have athletic guys everywhere, they have playmaking everywhere, shot making everywhere. Everyone was, and then they have, and then of course you know, look at the team. They have Hayward and everything. Like everyone was super critical of MJ coming into this yeah. season. He's done a fantastic job. I love it. They were my one of my favorite teams to watch two years ago before they got Lamelo. I just liked that team. I don't know with PJ Washington. Devon. Yeah, and then, then they got Lamelo and Hayward, and it's just like all five players on the court at all times can create off the dribble, create for others, can shoot, and then. They just doubled down on that with Book Knight. Yeah. Kai Jones. This is an A pick. Kai, yeah, A for sure. Kai Jones has real potential to be more than just a rim runner. I think, 
I think he has like Siakam Giannis play style type potential. Not as good as them. Or yeah, maybe but just in terms of his play style. But I think, yeah, if his handle and stuff can get there, I think he can be that type of guy. And if not, then he's just a great rim running big. So really just a Then you have Jalen Johnson. I'm to a fan. the Hawks. What? I'm a fan of this. Yeah, I'm a I, I like this pick. I think it's like a I think it's like a B plus A minus pick, you know. Yeah. He had one of the funniest quotes where he was like, There's only four players I've watched really hard. Penny Hardaway, Magic Johnson, LeBron James, and Ben Simmons. <laughs> Which huh? that's that's what I want from him. <laughs> well yeah, but just one of the funnier yeah, yeah. No, you'd, you'd want you'd want your prospect to watch more basketball than that. But in terms of guys, he should be emulating his game from. I think he would be best as a playmaking defending forward if he can get there. You know, he's pretty athletic. Yeah, and it's just there's nothing to not like about this pick, especially to the yeah. Hawks. You know, with exactly. Reddish. especially to the Hawks because they can afford to make a bad pick because they have 20 million good young guys, anyways. Mm-hmm. So taking an upside swing here, who I think will be best with other like guard creators and you have Trey Young the definition of a guard creator and then Sharif as if you're going to run him with Sharif off the bench like yeah so I like this a lot I think it is I would say the best pick they could have made here yeah then after Jalen Johnson which I'd give like a A I guess you have yeah. Keon John Keon with the Keon uh, Johnson you know yeah to the Clippers no Oh, yeah, the Clippers. Yeah, yeah the, Knicks, with the, the Knicks. Knicks draft. I know the NBA needs to do a better job of explaining the trades. Yeah, it was. So, oh, yeah, I remember. He said, you know, the Clippers, I like him on the Clippers just because he gives this guy that can pressure the rim. And, like, what what was the thing the Clippers liked the most offensively? It's someone who can pressure the rim. And exactly. that's exactly what Kean Johnson gives you, you know? Yeah, and even if his offensive game doesn't pan out, his defense will be good. Pressure. Yeah, exactly. And he says he models his game after Kawhi. I don't see it that much, but I kind of get where he's going out there. So playing with Kawhi, you can't really ask for anything better than that. Mm-hmm. It's a um, great pick. I think he's going to be good. Yeah, I think this is really a fantastic. Yeah, it's like you know because they don't need a young player. So mm-hmm. if he's bad, whatever. But he has such high upside that if he's good, he's huge for them especially in the future. So I like this a lot. And then, so yeah, I like that pick. But then moving on, I think the next pick was Ijax. Yeah, Isaiah Jackson to the Pacers. Yep. For a second, I thought the Wizards were drafting him for us, and I was not a fan. But to the Pacers, I like it a lot, actually. Yeah, to the Pacers, you know, I don't think I know much about Isaiah Jackson, so I'll let you talk on this one. But yeah. Okay, yeah, I can talk about this because actually the Pacers were probably my most watched team last year. And I don't think they were as bad as people said. Like, they were very injured. It was a weird season for them. I think they would have made playoffs if not for that. But what they were missing just roster-wise is athleticism, defense, especially at the forwards. So, I mean – that's perfect. That's exactly what Isaiah Jackson brings you. He's very athletic. He's kind of like a forward slash big. So you can play him with Sabonis or without Sabonis. I'm assuming Miles Turner gets traded. 
mm-hmm. because I just I don't I don't think he's going to stay on the team going forward. So if you want Sabonis at the five, Isaiah Jackson can unlock that. He can be a rim protector and he's switchable on defense. That sounds uh, nice. Yeah, it's going to take him a while, maybe for his defense to really get there, because his awareness and stuff isn't really where you want it to be. But I think just the energy, the athleticism that he brings to this team, I think it was a good pick. And then I would Garuba. Probably like a B plus. Garuba, great pick. Fantastic. I think that's an A+. This is one of my favorite picks from the draft. Houston just tore this draft up, man. Yeah. They have this three guys in Garuba, um, Jalen Green, and Sengun, who are like all arguably top 10 prospects. Like, yeah. Some people had them there. It's just yeah, some people had each of them there for sure. Yeah, it's it's just I really like this pick defensively. You know, we were just talking about how that Wood Sengun defense is not going to exactly. be good. Exactly, and there's no two guys you would want to help fix that more than Karuba and Jay uh, Jay Sean Tate, who I love, by the way. Yeah, Jason, I, I know you're a big draft, but I love Jay Sean Tate. I know you're a big Tate fan. I like this Rockets team a lot. Just going forward. Yeah, the vibes on this team are crazy with their next pick, too, Josh Christopher. Oh, yeah, and, of course, the connection there. Yeah, it seems like they already have a lot of friendships here, even though they're such a young – like, I mean, they just drafted Jalen Green and Josh Christopher, but they already love KPJ. Yeah, KPJ seems like he loves Jalen Green. Yeah, they seem like good friends. Josh Christopher and KJ Martin, I think it was. Are yeah. good friends, so I guys like, don't really like the Josh Christopher pick as a player, but I guess it helps the locker room. I don't know. He can be something great on offense if he pans out. It'll be fun. It'll just be fun yeah, to watch. It'll be really fun to watch, and then I'll be able to watch my boy Sangoon. I like Wood a lot too. Oh yeah, I, I love Wood. They have my favorite player, John Wall, too. If they keep him, so I'm going to yeah. be excited to watch this team. Yeah, and of course, you know, I'm in Texas, so like I can. I can see the Rockets, you know, anytime. They've yeah. been I'm gonna I'm gonna see a lot of Rockets versus Mavs games. So oh, that, be, that's so fun. Yeah, that'll be really fun. So then you have Grimes. I I'd give the Christopher like a B. I'd give it a little lower, but B minus. Like I would have gone for another defensive I think Springer was definitely yeah, Springer I, Springer I had, I had 10, Springer like top ten. Yeah, I had him at ten. Uh, he would have gotten that defensive guard to kind of complement KPJ and Jalen Green and a playmaker there. To me, he was easily the pick. Um, but, you know, and then, it's, it's what it is. I, think it's decent. I know Quinn Grimes, you know, he's a nice off-ball player, right? He, I don't know anything about it, I'm going to be honest. <laughs> I, I, I know a little bit of him because, you know, Knicks fans have been talking about him a lot. But he's like a, a – he seems to be a pretty good off-ball player, you know, coming off pin downs and like something that's translatable into NBA offenses. And sure. like he, me, he's really good at. He's a catch and shoot guy, right? Seems to be a pretty good shooter, you know. Off, I like like his off-ball movement, like curling and like coming off pin downs and everything like that. Putting the ball on the floor, he has a nice step back coming off these screens, but he, he's not really someone who attacks the rim. He's like pretty jump shot dependent, you know. His self creation doesn't seem to like doesn't seem to be spectacular. 
he seems really mainly to be like this off ball coming off screens shooter type guy. I guess that makes sense with Barrett and Randall. Yeah, that makes that makes sense. But it's just like you know, there was just other guys they could have picked. Yeah, in. yeah. I don't know much about him, but I do know that Bones is on the board. Maybe he's a little redundant with quickly, but Springer would have been perfect. Uh I think Io Desunmu would have been good. I'm higher on him than most. Miles McBride would have been good. Jared Butler would have been good. I'm guessing the reason Jared Butler fell so far is because something with his heart. Yeah, I don't even know though he was cleared, which I find interesting. He was cleared, but I don't know. Maybe there's something concerning because I don't know why he would drop to 40. I had him, like, top 15. Yeah. I don't know why you dropped to 40. And then, obviously, Sharif Cooper still on the board. I think all of those guys would have been fantastic picks for the Knicks. So, even though I don't know much about Grimes, I'm not going to – I'm not going to criticize the pick because of that because, like, I, you know, I don't know. But I think any of those guys would have been perfect fits. Then Bones to Denver, which I really like. Um, I like this as a Jamal Murray replacement. But for when Jamal comes back, I don't like it as much. Hmm. As with most of the past teams we've talked about, I would have really liked Springer here. But I think I like Bones as a player, you know, his mentality seems funny. He's like – he comes out, he's like, I'm going to make sure every team that passed up on me, I'm going to make them pay, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I think it's a pretty good pick. I like it. He's a good shooter, can create his shot. Yeah, it's a good fit for the Nuggets. For And even, like, around Jokic, you know, guys like this yeah. are just so valuable. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I think it's a solid pick. Maybe, like, B, okay. B plus, I would say. Yeah, I would say, like, a B, B. Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah. And then you have Cam Thomas. <laughs> I'm not a fan of this. Brooklyn. Isn't he like an ISO scorer? <laughs> yeah, he's a pure hooper. Pure hooper, <laughs> ISO scorer. You know, they already have three of the best ISO scorers of all time. Yeah, I'm not know. sure. Not sure why. <laughs> this is just Katie funny. Definitely this, this is pick. all done stops. Uh, wet dream right here. Katie <laughs> definitely like called in from Tokyo. He was like, <laughs> you see this Cam Thomas guy? I've been watching his highlights. You know, I think he'll, he'll be really good. Yeah, I mean, I mean it's the Nets. They didn't really need anything here, but as I've said like 20 times now for a bunch of other teams, Jaden Springer would have been perfect here. Springer. And I really – I find it funny how, this, how the next pick, I think, or two picks from now, the, the Suns could have had Jared Butler, but they traded that away. Yeah, I don't – uh, I don't know why they did that. And they traded away Carter, who I like for the Nets. So Yeah, I think – I don't know. I think um, Jane Spring was clearly the pick here to me. Yep. And Spring was the next pick. Yeah, Spring. See, I think this would have made a lot more sense if Cam Thomas went to the Sixers and Springer went to the Nets yeah. instead of the reverse. Springer has a fit on the Sixers. You know, as a comparison, I think Springer is like – I think similar to Marcus Smart maybe, maybe like a better yeah. – Anthony Melton, I don't know, one, you, those guys, you know. You know what, like, I think he has more shooting upside than either of them. Yeah. It's a big thing for me. He's pretty crafty, you know. Yeah. And I think he's really good. I think he has high, high potential as a passer. I love Jaden Springer. I, had I him love him, too. He's probably my I, second I wanted favorite. the Wizards to take him. He's my second favorite prospect after Moody. And, you know, I love him. I don't know if I love the – like, I don't know if the Sixers hold on to him. I don't know if that part I love. Yeah, they were looking to trade him, I heard. Yeah, but just the fact that he fell this far and he's, like, one of the better 
better players you could have picked at this point. Arguably, oh, I'd ben. say he's better than Sharif. And yeah, to me, he's Butler. definitely the best one left. I think he was the best one left, and they got the best guy left, and he fell so far. So I can't yeah. say anything except A plus for this. Yeah, exactly. The fit I don't love. Like I know I just said he would have been a perfect fit for like twelve teams that passed up on him, and now he gets taken, and I say I don't love the fit. Yeah, but just being the best player available to me, it's an A plus pick. Daniel, Dayron, who this is pretty interesting that four of the guys who are all on this all in the same squad in Monteverde, kind of Kate Cunningham, Scotty Barnes, Moses Moody, and Dayron Sharp all all went in the first round, which is pretty cool, you know. What a ridiculous team! Imagine my my high school went up against Sierra Canyon a little bit ago without Bronny. Bronny wasn't even playing, and we got destroyed. I can't imagine just a random high school. Their varsity team playing against the future first, 14th, 4th, and 29th pick in one of the most stacked drafts of all time. Yeah, it's just... <laughs> it, you know, it it's pretty insane to look at. You know, the Nets get Daron Sharp. I don't know much about him, but I I do... I just like the, the high school story, you know? Yeah. And uh, uh, what do you have any thoughts on this pick? <laughs> No, all I hear, I know two things. One, I heard the Nets really liked him. Mm-hmm. And two, one of my friends who's a lot more in the draft than me said Daron Sharp is terrible. Oh. <laughs> I don't, I'm not going to comment. I don't know anything about yeah, him. Yeah, I don't know anything about him. And no. I don't know anything about the next guy too, like Santi Aldama. Yeah, Daron Sharp, I heard of. Santi, I really haven't even heard of. Yeah, then you just – I'm just going to go through to the next guy I pretty know of. JT Thor. Love that it. Was a, oh, my I God, Charlotte. It, Charlotte just won the draft. Yeah, they, they definitely won the draft for me. It was incredible. This is an A-plus. So athletic. So athletic. Potentially brings a defense that they're lacking. The lobs – I want to Are they see... even lacking defense anymore with these picks? Like – yeah, if Kai and Thor pan out, they're not lacking defense. I want to see a lineup of just Lamelo, Devontae Graham as the passers, and then just Bridges, Thor, Kai, and just oh it, it probably wouldn't be that good, but that would be the most fun. It would be lineup. the most fun lineup for an athletic like this guy. JT Thor has some of the most fun highlight reels, like of all the prospects, where he's just postering guys all over the place. It's yeah, it's really fun. Amazing. Uh, Miles McBride, I think, is a good pick for New York. Yeah, like Miles for McBride. Sure. I he think he has JT, some penetration, good defensive guard. B plus. JT Thor's like an A plus. Yeah, and then Ayo. I love to Chicago. I, I love. Had, I love Ao. Yeah, I just love I think his he story. Could have been a lot higher. I had him as a first rounder for sure. Huh. You know, I really. He was. He was nice in college. You know. Yeah. He was nice. He's like his shot looks nice. His like, just a lot of things about him looks really it's nice. Such a perfect fit. You and know, defensively, he's going to be defense, pretty good. Exactly the defense to kind of cover for Levine and help at point of attack so Vooch doesn't get exposed. Yeah. He's kind of an on-off ball hybrid on offense, which is perfect for Levine. He can shoot, playmaker. He's pretty big for a point guard. Yeah, he's. I think he should have gone way higher, but. I, I thought I he should have been a first-rounder. I love the story. Yeah. I love him. A yeah, lot of Bulls him. fans were super upset because they're like, why didn't you take Sharif? I'm like, this guy no, fell too. Like you got to steal with this guy too. Yeah, I like this more. He's from Chicago too, right? 
Yeah, he's from Illinois. It's, it, he took Illinois okay, and, to like the – And the, Chicago and their fans love having people, dude, like hometown players. Oh, yeah, I was I on friend. Perfect. I was on call with a friend, um, a Bulls fan. He got so hyped when they picked AO. He was I know. all I over was, the place. I stopped watching the draft at this point, but I was still getting the, the notifications. And I completely forgot about AO. Or AO, I'm not this sure. Is, this is gonna be is. a. This is gonna be fun. This is yeah. gonna be like super fun for the fans. I love the pick. Yeah, I saw this and I just got so happy. You know, I, I'm not gonna give it an A plus because I think they should have taken Sharif, but even then, it's an A. I think I really like the yeah, pick. I love the pick. And then you know, Jared Butler to the Jazz. Holy shit! How a did plus. this happen? A plus. I how mean, did like, this happen? Like A plus plus. How did yeah. this happen? Assuming his heart's okay. This, I, I had him, I think, 12th on my board, which yeah, might have been a little high. Yeah, but this is just crazy. And especially if the, the defense is there, I don't know how – I think his defense could go either way. But just offensively, it's fantastic. Easily, to me, the best player – or maybe Sharif Cooper is better. But to me, definitely the best player left. Yeah, I think he Could was... have gone like 30 – like 25 picks higher. I saw people having Sharif top five on their board. So, you know, he's another guy where, like, there's a variation of opinions on him. Yeah. But, uh, moving on, you know, the Celtics take Juhan. Oh, should we talk about Kessler? I don't – I've heard he's good, but – I've heard I've he's good, too. A lot. Of, I don't know much about him. I was wondering yeah. if you do, but a lot of yeah. people are saying Brooklyn taking Kessler at 44 is a really good pick. Like a yeah, I've heard guy. the same thing, but I don't know much about him. Yeah. So – then of course, Sharif. <laughs> then the, the so the Celtics take this Juhan guy. I don't know who he is, but why did you not take Sharif? Is what I'm asking. Why did everyone not take Sharif? <laughs> he must have done something. He has to have. He has. I don't to. know what he could have done, but he has to have done something. They I, know something we don't about Sharif. That's the thing. Yeah, a lot of people who are much more informed on the draft than me think Sharif should have gone 43 picks ago. Yeah, and he's pick forty eight, so I, I don't even. Yeah, like I, I don't know what I to say here. With the three yeah. pick, a plus 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 best value pick of the draft in my opinion. Yeah, and I don't even love the fit, but you know. Yeah, this is one of the worst places he could have gone for himself. You know. You know what though? I I have seen some people mock him there with the Hawks original pick. Yeah, I think you that's know, um, I don't know why they would have done. You know, that. it's kind of but funny. Here, I saw a stat the other day, not not anything useful, but it was like the only two guys from yeah. like whatever college to average twenty plus points and A plus assists are Trey Young and Sharif Cooper. Yeah, you yeah, that's how you're talking about. Yeah, and now they're on the same team, and I'm like, you know, yeah. two they're both small guards. The defense would be horrible if they play together. Oh, terrible! And then Lou Will, but it'll be the best passing back whatever. Yeah, two tiny guards exploited exploitable on defense. But honestly, arguably both top ten passers in the league already. Yeah, I'm not as high on Sharif as some people. But he's still arguably the best passer in the draft, along with Giddy. Yeah. So like, probably I would say pure passing probably better than Giddy. I think he's the best passer in the draft. Yeah. Well, you know. Um. Yeah, easily, a a infinite pluses. Yeah. This is like. I don't even understand what happened here. Going from here, it's just like guys I don't even know the names of, so I'm not uh, really good. Let me see. BJ Boston, I've heard is. Oh, yeah, BJ, yeah. BJ was, something. he was mocked to go top five a while back. Yeah. Which is interesting, <laughs> so obviously. Weird. I mean, BJ? I think Memphis yeah, is a good place for a guy like that. Who got BJ? Memphis. Oh, Memphis. My God, Memphis is just getting everyone. Memphis has never 
ever missed on a drive. By the way, this is unrelated Desmond to the specifically, but like three years ago, Memphis was looking like the most hopeless team in the league. There's yeah. Conley on a big contract, always injured. Gasol, all, uh, not always injured, but on a big contract. They weren't going anywhere. What do they do? They're in cap hell. They don't have any future. And then within one year, all of a sudden, they have one of the best futures just with smart drafting. I love this young core. I know. They don't miss on picks. Tillman, uh, I don't know if they picked DeAnthony Melton, but perfect. No, they got him from the Suns, I think. He was on the Suns. Yeah, I mean, they're just the most savvy team in the league. Of course, you know. Yeah, I think they're the most savvy team for sure. Yeah, so like I think they're a big winner from the draft. Yeah, Houston's right. a big winner from the draft. Uh, yeah, right Charlotte now. has to be Orlando's a big winner. Charlotte has to be my biggest winner from the draft. Yeah, yeah, same for sure. Like, One last no. guy I want to talk about: Sandro Mamukelashvili. I don't know how to say his name. Most likely, oh, he went at pick fifty-four to Milwaukee. Most likely, he doesn't end up being anything. But I do want to watch him. He's one of those guys that's huge, but randomly has like crazy playmaking potential and like mm. handle the ball and stuff. Um, I hope I he's super fun to watch. You should search up his highlight reels, and everyone listening to this should too. He's yeah. very fun. Don't know how good he's gonna be, but at pick fifty four, I'm happy to see he got drafted. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I, I hope he can get some playing time because he's a really fun player. Yeah, that's going to be – you know, we'll keep an eye out. This is one of the most, like, if not the deepest draft ever, just in this, terms of, like – This definitely has the potential to be just the best draft ever. If you're looking in the second round, we're talking about guys in the second round who we think can turn into, like, really good players. So like, Yeah, I've seen a lot of people, like, really smart draft Twitter people, like, talking about guys that went undrafted. And they're like, oh, this guy can be a star. And I'm like, he didn't even get drafted. So <laughs> that just tells you how deep it is. Yeah, That's this draft was insane, you know. Yeah. It's going to be fun. It's going to be fun. I Next year's going to be one of the most fun guys. seasons. And I think almost every team, the only teams I would say really didn't do well are Toronto. But even then, Scotty Barnes could end up good. Yeah. And... <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sacramento. Sacramento, I don't even want to talk about that. <laughs> Just a lot of ridiculous picks and like I feel so bad for Fox. I was thinking, okay, they have because I've become so high on Fox. I think it's fantastic. Oh yeah, I know you're like yeah. the biggest Fox guy I know. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, you have this guy. This is your chance to turn around your franchise. You have the ninth pick. You can't mess this up. Moses Moody was right there. Sangoon was right there. Franz didn't fall to them. I think if Franz fell, they would have taken him, but he didn't fall. Man, I, I, don't, just... I don't want to harp on this again. But, but I like, yeah, Sacramento biggest game. loser, biggest winner, yeah, Hornets. Sure. Biggest winner, there's like five. But yeah, I'd say the Hornets just because yeah. I'm excited for. I that. would also put Orlando there just because yeah. they almost ended up with. Scotty Barnes and Franz, who again I think are both really good players, but they got Suggs instead, which is yeah, no, not only they got Suggs, but that would have been the most redundant team ever. Yeah, if they got those two, and instead they got Suggs, a floor general playmaker, 
I, I'm not going to repeat myself, but yeah, just perfect. Yep. Well, you know, that's the episode pretty much. Yeah. First episode completed. Thank you everyone for listening and we'll see you next time. I'm yep. NBA Truth Teller. I'm YD. See y'all. See ya.